What's up, buddy? Oh, what's up, buddy? We're over here fucking up the intro. All we're trying to say is welcome to <laughs> just said. the Wub Show. <laughs> That's right. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, yes. to the ups, the downs, the smiles, the frowns, all that fun stuff. Uh-huh. Here we are for episode number two. Episode number two. Uh, here it is, uh, 1 o'clock a.m. Like, I am tired as fuck, but we're going we're gonna to power through it with you guys. Yeah, we're like, ah, what, what can we do right now? I don't, let's do a fucking podcast. So we'll do a fucking podcast. Why not? I do know you did bring up a topic earlier today. You had something to tell me. And I'm pretty pretty excited to hear about it because you know me and my opinions on the matters. So let's... Yeah, so I, I, yeah, I wanted to talk about the whole Stephen Colbert incident and Donald Trump. Um, if you're unaware of it, basically... Uh, the long and short of it is Stephen Colbert said that Donald Trump's mouth is a cock holster for uh, Putin. And uh, humor-wise, I think that's really funny. Whoever wrote it deserves an Emmy, not necessarily to be scrutinized. Um, do I, you know, a lot of people are calling for Stephen Colbert's job to be taken from him and him to be fired. Um, some people are even going as far as considering him to be in the same boat as Bill O'Reilly who was, you know, trying to get temps to sit on his lap and fun stuff like that. I I think what he said was offensive. I think at the hour in which it was said and that it was blank, blanked out, it, it's no different than if South Park said something similar, um, which they totally have. I do agree that it's a little bit in bad taste because it is the present we're talking about, but in all honesty, our president is in bad taste in a lot of ways. And I think that's kind of where he was coming from. Um, the only real defense I would say for him is that he, if, if you do watch the, the clip, um, he, he's defending a, a colleague, a, a, another person that works at CBS that the president kind of blatantly insults right in front of him. And I guess that's, that's the, he even addresses the fact that, you know, the person that he insulted was, you know, of better moral fiber than to sit there and trade shots with the president. And I am not. And I thought that was a good lead into it because he's basically saying that, yeah, I'm going to be an asshole right now. And, and he was. Um, was it funny? Absolutely. Uh, in Was it in best judgment or in good taste? Not necessarily. Um, was it warranted? Probably. Um and, and that's my take on it, but I did uh, make you also listen to it. So uh, what was your take on it? For me, I, I feel like the guy tried too hard for what it is like. I feel that Colbert is just trying to get ratings. There seems to be a million different night shows nowadays, and I don't watch any of them. I really don't. I see a lot of clips of Jimmy Fallon. It seems like a lot of people watch that or whatnot, but I just see as he it's like a desperate cry 
for, hey guys, look at me because I'm saying something funny and I want to be the trending Twitter topic for the next three right. days and let everybody blow up about this and all that stuff. That, But in the end, all eyes are on me. He's not going to get fired mm-hmm. from CBS. He's, he's not. No. But, you know, no. for him to go after the president, you know, that's that's fine. Everybody's got their opinion and so on. And you know, But realistically for me, I really don't care. Uh, but, you know, he goes like, sir, you attract more skinheads than free Rogaine. Like, that's I mean, really like how it, I don't even know how you explain <laughs> that. Or you have more people marching against you than cancer. <laughs> or you talk someone who was riffing against the president and they did a great job they, i mean they straight up like that is, is is found in many forms that is like full-blown <laughs> straight up like hatred towards the president like that's right all out they're like you talk like a sign language gorilla who got hit in the head like, I mean, yeah, no, th- that was, yeah. Well, but that, see, I think that's another thing that people tend to forget about, especially when someone's on like a night, a night show or, or a late show, like, like Stephen Colbert, there's a room full of writers that are writing this stuff. It's not one person that approved this. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like Stephen. I mean, yeah, Stephen Colbert technically has the all out veto if he says something or not, because it's coming out of his fucking mouth. Yep, it's his face that has to go with those words. So... Yeah, absolutely. He's, you know, supposed to be held accountable to what he says. But at the same sense, as you're referring to, to a lot of the jokes that th- are throughout the mount, not all of those are, are you know, I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if the, the, the cock thing <laughs> was uh, it's a little overboard was written or not. Um, I have a hard time feeling like that was on the teleprompter. Um I just I I feel like that might have been more of a personal step, but who knows? I don't know. I don't fucking know. No one will really know. The only people that know are the people that are there, and probably Stephen Colbert himself. But he, I don't think he's gonna get taken off the air for no, it. I think not at all. If anything, he'll probably get more viewers because, like you said, you know, he's gonna be trending now. Mm-hmm. Um, he is trending. I, it's on Twitter. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We're talking about him. Um, and I think also the other big thing about it is. I think the ultimate outcome, and I think St- Stephen Colbert's ultimate outcome, um, would be that it pisses a, it pisses off the president so much that the president then starts to go after him and start. Because I mean, don't listen to Stephen pre- Colbert. Stephen Colbert is fake news, people. Fake right, he's news. fake news. Right, and I guess that's the thing is, <laughs> um. That's that's how far that'll go, um, because this is not even it's not even fighting fire with fire. Of course, he's he's entertainment. Entertainment isn't supposed to be your editorials and your your informational stuff. It's supposed to be entertaining. Yeah, but didn't you can't cheat on your homework with what we say in a podcast. Didn't Stephen Colbert run for president in two thousand eight? As a I'm joke, really certain he actually officially satire. announced that he ran for president in the United for the United States in two thousand eight to go against Obama. He did it as to prove that anybody nowadays can run for president and so on. Then he proceeded to um, just pull out, just say, hey, I proved my point. I'm pulling out and so on. But yes, people, because... people respect Colbert like they re- actually respect him for politics because he actually is very good in politics. He is. He knows Ooh. of it. He made yeah, a living he's a smart on man. it. He's not. He's, he's not a, a very dummy. smart man. So. Why not pursue it instead of bashing on our president now? He could I think be possibly he might be starting his second term satire right now behind his joke. That's possibly, all. I mean, realistically, it's not going to happen. 
because everybody sees him more as a comedian and they don't want to see a comedian running the whole United States. You know, they don't want any of that stuff because they're just going to be like, oh, he's just going to turn us into a laughing stock. How can he take serious How is matters that from now? seriously? But I'm saying he did it. If you're going to sit there and complain about the president now, you had your chance to do something. Like legit had your chance. He could have ran a really good campaign, but he didn't. He pulled out and he says, I proved my point. No, that just shows that he quit early. No, just go be funny somewhere else. But either way, you know, why are you going to sit there and moan and groan about the president? It can't change. You know, if they're... If they weren't going to impeach Obama for everything that he did towards the end that everybody was all on up their ass about, they're not going to do anything to Trump. They're that's just that's the way the world is nowadays. Pretty much everybody's all talk and so they're not going to do anything. So bitching about it isn't going to do anything other than just people are going to lose respect for you. They're going to either find it funny for a day or two, and then they're going to go back to watching Jimmy Fallon or something because he's just a little bit funnier and he just has more entertaining bits or whoever. It's just, I think it's just a ploy. I think what it is is like Starbucks riding on the train of how much publicity they got off of that drink we talked about last week. Now they're going to ride on that novelty train and they already have a new novelty drink already out it's some dark chocolate whipped cream whatever but that's what they're doing they're riding on that train they're saying you know what we're just gonna make some other thing we're gonna call it you know uh vladimir putin's cock holster and we're gonna sell it at a premium and we're gonna trend on twitter or whatever people are gonna talk about it for a couple of days and then we're gonna come out with something new people are gonna talk about that and guess what People are still going to go in there because that's on their mind and they're still going to do it. They're still going to tune into Colbert or whatnot. So for me, the way I see it is, is Colbert's just wanting to bitch about something. That's fine. But I see it underlying as ratings. I see it as him acting no different from Trump, you know, ratings, people ratings, that's the way I actually see it. They they want the spotlight. Well, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, he was doing it for publicity. And I think he was also, um, in all rights, trying to stand up for a fellow colleague. Um, you know, it was a, a CBS anchor that Trump did the initial interview with and then just kind of ended it. Um, when he got asked a question, he didn't want to answer. And I think that's that's also part of why he felt as though he could do what he, he did. And I mean, that's part of, I do do feel that Trump's interviews are very subpar. I do feel that he answers him questions saying, until he wants to. And then he, now, then he cuts out. There was one thing Stephen Colbert did is he went after Trump for saying he misses his previous life. I'm sorry. I would too. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, I, you know, I can miss my previous life. I miss my childhood. You know, doesn't mean that that's going to happen. It doesn't mean that I'm going to go run into it or anything like that. Like, hey, you know, I quit. I'm going to act like a child. Go give me my diapers. Exactly. But I, you know, you have every right to miss previous things. I used to work somewhere that I actually miss working for because I enjoyed it. I miss it at times. I think he was more leaning on the fact that Trump assumed that the job would be easier because that's what he was more or less alluding to. I I can only imagine how hard it is to be president. And, I really and yeah, can. I can only imagine how hard it is to be president also. But I think that's what he was making fun of. We could go back and forth of what he was making. And, and I yeah. agree that see, he had a couple matter. low blows. The cock thing is kind of a low blow. Funny. Funnier than hell. <laughs> it was still funny. Um, it was and, hilarious. And if like, you're going for I, the, I, 
comedic value, home run. You won. He won. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the president can't go out there and say he's a cocksucker. Um, we don't know, though. He might. Have you checked his Twitter feed? <laughs> right. <laughs> I believe that fits in the character limit. But all right, to, to keep the keep the show going, let's uh, move on. I, I did have another topic, um, but it, did you have one that you wanted to bring up? Um, actually, I was just kind of skimming through the the interwebs here and there was one thing that actually started making me laugh it says here in the article that it was a night at the movies night which i'm assuming that's the theme for the show but it's uh dancing with the stars and i don't know who or so i'm sure y'all can find it um i have to go pull up the article again if i really want to find it but i know it was a retired cubs catcher he was they're doing that little montage of them practicing their routine in between shows and he goes and he picks her up and like flips her upside down. So her legs kind of between his legs and her legs are up in the air and his face is between there. She ends up ripping ass like <laughs> right in his face, like full on, like you hear it on the mic and everything just <laughs> right oh, in his face. That's terrible. And he immediately just drops her like right on her head. And she's just laying Don't... there like dying, laughing on the ground. And I thought it was actually hilarious. So if you guys want a nice little chuckle, go ahead and look up dancing with the stars, like fart or something. And it should pop right up. Oh, it is God. actually it is pretty funny. It's very entertaining. <laughs> but uh, go ahead and see what you got for the next topic. All right. Well, this is a little less uh, funny than than that, I guess. Um, so I was I was actually in a uh, Facebook vortex, and I uh, I stumbled upon an article about um, a little bit of fan fiction about the beloved movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Now I love that movie. I watched it a million times as a kid. I feel like my elementary school went to that as a go-to when like something happened and they need to play a video and all the teachers left the room they played that shit all the time but long story short was that the fan fiction is that it posed the question is Willy Wonka actually Dante's Inferno um if you weren't familiar with Dante's Inferno as much as you're familiar with Willy Wonka that's that's okay I'll, I'll explain that too um so Dante's Inferno is about a man who's guided through the many levels of hell. Now, in Willy Wonka, that would be his, his factory, I, I, I guess. Now, in Dante's Inferno, all of the layers of hell have a very specific sin in which they are damning in that, in that level. So, in other words, you know, we have Mike TV. He ended up getting himself stuck inside a TV. Violet Beauregard ended up chewing the gum that she wasn't supposed to and turn it into a blueberry. Um, Veruca Salt wanted things and, and wanted things too much and stole the golden goose egg and uh, wanted the golden goose egg and ended up being a bad egg herself. And then uh, then we had uh, Augustus Gloop. Augustus Gloop. Yeah. Is that the fat kid? Yeah, he was the fat kid. He loved chocolate so much. He was such a glutton about chocolate that he ended up basically almost dying in a river of it. So, you know, we have a correlation between, you know, their one specific trait that is given to all these characters is also one of the reasons why they get destroyed or, or, or killed or, or whatever. They don't really explain what happens to these kids. Um, I don't know how you juice a child. I sure as hell don't know how you get a, a, a very fat child out of a tube. Um, the TV thing makes no sense. And Veruca Salt, if she dropped down like eight st stories in a, f in a factory to like a bin somewhere where there's a bunch, she's done. She's dead. 
and and I think he said something about the furnace. There's like a furnace under that one, and it's on every other Tuesday or some shit. She's done. She's gonna be fucking burnt, burnt child. And yeah, so that's that's the correlation. And then there's also correlation that Dante at the end uh, climbs up the devil himself and gets out and walks up to heaven. Um, that would be Charlie and uh, Willy Wonka shooting up in the sky with their uh, elevator or whatever you call that. And, you know, going up and, and then him giving him the factory. However, Dante Inferno does not talk about giving him hell afterwards. So I'm not really sure if that correlates at all. Um, do you have any any takes on this? Any um, memories of Willy Wonka? Um, see, I liked Willy Wonka. And I some people get on me for this but i i almost like charlie and the chocolate factory better i thought the giant i mean even though gene wilder you really can't top the gene wilder you really no, can't. gene wilder is ridiculously but good i've only seen dante's inferno once so i can't like i can't remember it enough to see the correlation now it sounds really cool and it actually makes me want to go back and watch them again and put everything together and be like that makes complete sense now or that guy smoked a lot of dope that night well, the other um, thing is, is um, Dante Inf- Dante's Inferno is, is also, I mean, it's a, it's an age old book. It's a story. Um, mm-hmm. So I've actually never seen the movie. I just know the story. Um, uh, so that's interesting see. that you're comparing it to the movie. I'm not. Obviously, the, the movie and the story have some correlation because you thought I was talking about the movie. So <laughs> I don't read books. Yeah, I'll tell everybody that right now. I think the last book I actually read willingly. Well, I can't even say willingly. It was assigned to me in like fifth grade. It was uh, Where the Red Fern Grows and The Giver. The two, <laughs> I mean, The Giver was a great book. I did love it. By the way, the, the two books that like everybody has ever read. You know, and or that or to kill a to kill a mockingbird. Yeah, to kill a mockingbird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about a tree. Yeah, something stuck in a tree. There's nothing about a tree. After the, yeah, never, I swear there's like never a had hole. To read, uh, and, and you and you, they put something in the tree, and there was like some old guy. That uh, I don't know. We're getting off top, but yeah. either way. Um. So yeah, I have no clue. Honestly, I it's been so long since I've seen it. But after you told me about this today, I'm actually very interested in in checking it out and actually reading like i i'm not gonna read it i'm not i'm not gonna read the books but either i'm gonna watch the movies if they actually are close enough to where people are like yeah just watch the movie you'll see it it's totally the same thing yeah i am really i actually am thinking about doing it this weekend and checking them both out and putting them next to each other watching one after another well another um very large uh part of the reason why they correlate is the the boat ride Mm mm-hmm the boat ride happens in both of the stories. Um, the boat ride is is kind of the passageway from, um, like like the afterlife and hell. Like that's where that happens. Uh-huh. And in Willy Wonka, I don't know if you remember the original one. I, I feel like the second one, the, the Charlie and the Ch- Chocolate Factory, um, didn't do the creepiness as well. Um, but the original boat ride in Willy Wonka is fucking terrifying. I don't know yeah, if you I, remember it as a kid. There's like centipedes and chickens getting their heads cut off and fucking <laughs> Gene Wilder were, just were raving really and raving like a crazy fucking lunatic. That, it's great. That was it's the best. terrifying. Yes. And the the second movie was like a stoner's dream the way they did it. They made it more psychedelic is what they yeah. tried doing. 
Yeah, and I, I, I personally like the complete fucking terror that Gene Wilder ensued on you as as a child. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, like, what is the going crazy on? hair and all? This fucking like... bolt, bro. <laughs> right. Not good. They're not going to a good fucking place. I don't trust that guy with the fucking purple hat. Not one bit. Even his hair is trying to run away from it. It's going every direction right. possible. His, his fucking hair is crazy. I don't know. He's wearing a bow tie and he's a grown fucking man. I don't trust that shit. Surrounded by midgets with orange faces that he leaves in the tanning beds too long or something. I don't get I don't get it. He's spraying Agent Orange on all of them or fucking giving them too many fucking carrots to eat. <laughs> yeah, there is one thing, though, that you did say uh, to me a long time ago that kind of sticks in my head. And I've never actually fact checked it ever. I've never looked it up to actually see if there is like actually any truth in here. But the the story behind the snozberries. Okay, so <laughs> all right, so the whole story behind everything is the the children's book, which is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which was released in 1964. The author of that book is Roald Dahl, and he also was apparently a adult f- fictional writer. Uh, he wrote adult books also and his other <laughs> I can't even say it so apparently his other reference to snozberries is in a earlier book that precedes Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and uh, what was the name of the, the, the book because I don't have it in front of me it doesn't say it My Uncle Oswald My Uncle Oswald and apparently snozberries <laughs> Is in reference to a a a child's dick genitalia, however you want to say it. He's well, talking about bo- a little kid's pee pee there. Yeah, well, in here it's uh, it doesn't say little kid; it just says male. So I don't know if they they fixed it or not. I've never actually, you know, we've never read the book. Yeah, no, I've never read the book. <laughs> I I just heard about this story a long time ago, and I was like, that's fucking that's that's awesome. And yeah, it it, it checks out obviously. Um, and yeah, so when <laughs> when they say the snozberries taste like snozberries, they're saying the dicks taste like dicks. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. What website told you that they didn't know what it was? They said, oh, it, it's probably a berry of some sort. Hey, <clears throat> <laughs> Google. It was Google, just uh, one of those little drop down things. Your PG bullshit well, isn't going to fly here. How do you go from a snozberry tasting like a snozberry? And I'll, what does he say? I'll believe that when my shit turns purple or, or something like that. Uh, Super Troopers reference. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But how do you go from... So he wrote Willy Wonka first. It says Willy Wonka was written in 1971, and he wrote the adult novel in 1979. Oh, okay. How do you go from a children's movie like that, with like everything like that, and then go and be like, hey, you know what Snodsbury is? It's a dick. (laughs) Right. Like, I mean, I guess that's one of the fun things you get to do as an author is you get to make up fucking words and then blow people's fucking minds with how awful you are later. So every time you guys go watch uh, Willy Wonka or Charlie and Chocolate Factory or you just hear snozberries forever, you're going to think of a dick. And you're going to think of people licking dicks and be like, hmm, the snozberry. So basically the dick tastes like dick. That's 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 awful. I don't want that visual. I, I mean, I, I like the. You, I ever like since the you told me that fruit. story, that's the only. <laughs> the purple, right. Yeah, I mean, what do you, before before we ruined this, like before we actually ruined this and told you that Snozberry is a dick. What did you guys think of Snozberry was like? I thought it was snot. I thought it was just gross. Well, like, I mean, they kind of show you what it looks like. They, it's like a little like plumish type berry. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Now, obviously, <laughs> uh, I'm sure somebody could Photoshop it in and put dicks on there, and um, that that in itself would be pretty funny um, and more accurate, apparently. You know, that was probably the writer's way of saying, you know, everybody wanted a Willy Wonka two or something. And that was just his way of saying. <laughs> I went to the complete other side. I went to the dark side. I went to the dark side. Yeah, you're never catching me now. I've already gone to hell and I'm never coming back. Oh, God. That's so <laughs> awful. Well, I guess that's as good of a place as any to uh, wrap this one up. This is another episode. This is episode two of the What's Up Buddy show. Now, make sure you come in contact with us on our Twitter. You can hit up Josh at What's Up Joshua 27, and you can hit up me at The Jocko 11. Make sure you stay tuned, and we will have some new episodes for you soon. Have a good night. Thank you.